Hello, and welcome to yet another beautiful episode of Two Thumbs Undecided. Uh, I'm one host, Sam Ferguson. And I'm Zach Ferguson. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, basically what we do for those people who aren't, uh, attuned to this show, uh, is we talk about media. We talk about films. We talk about mostly films, some TV. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the premise. Um, and, uh, thanks for those who are listening to Young Folk Radio before. I actually haven't, um, uh... I was listening to him today before. Zach, did you listen to him at all beforehand? I, I haven't. The only time I've ever listened to him is uh, when we're you're going into the office with me as a laptop and I hear him say, have a good show. Mm. Yeah, well, we're very cordial. Um, uh, but yeah, I, we might do a, a team up with him one of these days. We might have Ooh, a, a mesh yeah, up. Maybe, maybe we, we should do it uh, sometime in September. Maybe, maybe. Um, September is going to be pretty crazy, though. Oh uh, yeah, New York Film Festival. Yeah, we got the New York Film Festival. We have um, I have this editing gig. Oh, Um, you do? Yeah. What's that about? It's I mean, it's nothing really special. Some kid, like some like high schooler, got some grant. Um, but it was like a pretty extensive grant, and it someone I know is like her tutor, and there and she somehow like it became like but it like she, she got like a lot of money to make basically people just talking it's like a talking heads well not like the band but like a talking heads interview kind of deal anyways how do these people get this money i i mean i think i think it's a lot easier when you're doing nonfiction stuff um because if you have like some sort of purpose behind it you know what i'm gonna trick people into thinking my stuff is real that's how you do it um, that's how you make films, guys. We should have said that on our, in our funding episode. You trick people. You mm-hmm. trick people, and then you... Well, I mean, from what I remember of the Ed Wood movie, he tricked the Christian church into thinking he was making a, a Christian film, right? Oh, yeah. Or at least that was what he started off saying he was going to make. Yeah. And then he made Plan 9 from Outer Space. Hmm. A classic film. Yeah, actually it's in the analogs do you ever like in parties and things do you ever um do you ever say that uh plan nine from outer space is my favorite film if someone asks and see if they even know what that is and then confuse them and like have them insist that they need to see this film and tell them that that this is the film that is it has shaped me as a filmmaker and then basically see their reaction afterwards has that have you ever done that well i think the farthest extent i've ever done is i um uh try to convince people that communism was good. Uh, that's the farthest I've ever gone with a lie. No, but so, but I've never done that. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get political, but is communist bad? Communism bad necessarily? Or are you um, stuck in the in old its, mindset of in its purest Russian form. communism? Because that's a different type of communism. Communism For can what? be done. It, it's For a good what? idea in concept, but it's just... Uh, from what I understand, the only problem with it is the human aspect. So uh, I imagine <laughs> communism the only in some problem. sort of yeah, I guess like, robot society. It would work. Well, I feel like robot societies. It's just straight up communism. Yeah, but that's that's the dream. But unfortunately, we're not robots, and we have flaws and floorables mm. uh, or foibles. Yeah, four. I think it's Fifle goes west is what you're talking about. (laughs) 
Evil Lab flaws and flyful goes west. <laughs> the other instant classic. My two favorite, Plan 9 from Outer Space and uh, Fievel Goes West. I will say on my top, I, I have a top 100 list mm. that I should read off one day, but uh, Fievel Goes West is on there. You should just interrupt me one of these days and just start by naming this list like completely That's, randomly. And then okay, I'll be like, you know what's, what's folks, going on? Folks, this is going to happen, okay? I'm not going to say when. I'm not going to say how. <laughs> Probably with my lips. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. I'm not um, just going to, like, make a robot say it. Oh, that would be scary. Yeah. That would, that would sound weird. What if it's, our, like, our first episode ever, like, on, like, a, an actual, like, radio show? On, like, and a, just, a, a, oh, and we have, like, a major start, like, in, like, and yeah. coming up later is... Uh, Tom Hanks. Like, yeah, Tom Hanks. And then, like, during the interview with Tom Hanks, he's just, like... So when I was in my 30s, I had alcohol, and then I just go, Superman. <laughs> Batman. Superman, Batman. Bible goes west. All right, all right. Hopefully this is starting from 100. Anyways, um, <laughs> we should probably get to the news, because yes, not um, going to lie, it's really this, very this week has been a doozy. <laughs> Right, um, so you say yours. I hope it's not the same one I have because mine I'm very excited for. Well, is it something to do with Spider-Man? Oh, no, but th that may take up like 15 minutes of our time. Well, there's a few things that have happened. Well, one, then I'll just say mine real quick. All right, because say yours. Spider-Man thing. Right, just think, say yours. Okay. Uh, the Breaking Bad movie oh. was uh, released a teaser for their movie. I think it comes out October 11th on Netflix. It's called El Camino. I don't care. Cam Camino. Uh, why don't you care? Uh, first off, it's going to be fantastic. Brian Cranston isn't going to be in it. Uh, so Aaron Paul is a fantastic. You haven't seen Breaking Bad, have you? I've seen all of the episodes. Yes, you have. Yes. And you sit here saying you're not excited because it's this. It's it's now becoming a Vince, franchise. Vince Gilligan. Made seven seasons or whatever, six, seven season, whatever it was. Five and, seasons. Okay. Five seasons and ended after the fifth. He could have kept going, but he was like, nah, I am, I am, pardon my French, but freaking ending it. Um, and I'm fluent in French for those who don't know. I went to Cannes. Um, and he was just like, I am ending this. It is done because this is where it needs to end. And... I get there's the spinoff, but that was but that was diff like, that wasn't part of the main that was someone else. That wasn't like part of you That's know Aaron Paul, too. Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston were the center of that and their stories ended after that. And the spin-off is fine because that's someone that was kind of like a side character and he has his own story and I heard that was pretty good. But like it, having this movie, good. it's just it feels like when a director says, for instance, like whenever and eventually, which will definitely happen, Tarantino ends up making an 11th film, it's going to be like, come on, man. Like, we knew this was going to happen, but like, just like stop saying that this is like going to be the end. If it's going to be the end, say this is, make it the end. I don't know. I, I get kind of never said He never said it was going to be the end. He said, well, okay, maybe... He did definitely say that he was ending this on purpose after the fifth season because that's where the story ended. Did he actually say that? I don't know. But he 
I want sources. I want sources. All I remember Look. is he purposefully ended it on the fifth. Like it wasn't like it was canceled or anything. He was like, "This is where I want it to end." But here's the thing: like that's TV format, which is an hour ish. This is a movie. Movies, as we know, have a more of a feel of a movie. Maybe it won't. Here's the thing: I watched the Deadwood movie. That's like the because now there's like a whole series of movies coming out. Mm-hmm. From TV shows, like I think the uh, Veronica Mars had a TV show or like had a TV movie that brought it back, and uh, Sopranos is going to have one. Um, and now Breaking Bad. Thing is, is when I watched Deadwood, the movie, it did not feel like a movie. It mm. felt like the last episode of Deadwood, mm. like the episode we deserved, because mm. the last episode of Deadwood, like years ago. It it didn't just leave on a cliffhanger. It felt like there was supposed to be a next episode. I never that's watched. Why it. We had the movie, um, but no, I'm excited for El Camino. I'm gonna watch it on Netflix. I, I'm gonna get some popcorn. <laughs> I'm gonna sit down with my uh, with my Jimmy John or not Jimmy Johns. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, not Jimmy Johns. No, that's yeah, bad guy, bad guy, Jimmy Johns. What? Oh, I guess he hunts. Yeah, endangered animals for sport. Hmm. Anyways, oh. uh, we All should right, probably so. move on to uh, the news that we mentioned earlier, and that's um, Spider-Man's leaving the MCU. Yes. And Spider-Man. that is an amazing news. But also, there was a really interesting um, video where Je- someone asked, a reporter asked Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum if, you've heard, if he's heard about this. And I retweeted it on our, our Twitter account. Um, but it's really funny his reaction. <laughs> it's just Jeff Goldblum fashion. He's just like, oh, a Sony Marvel? I don't know. I've never heard of this before. I'm sure it'll work out. It's gonna be fine. Like he Jeff was just Goldblum like never needs to get a job ever again. He, he just doesn't. needs to talk yeah. into a microphone and that's it. He's also from I mean, we both know this, but for those he's of you who don't Pittsburgh. know, he's from Pittsburgh. I feel like there's a lot of weird people that come out of Pittsburgh. Andy Warhol, Michael Keaton, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. There's a lot of weird people that come out of Pittsburgh. There's something in the Three Rivers, if you don't mind me saying. Um, but yeah, no, but anyways, Spider-Man's leaving the MCU. For those of you who don't know, it's all corporate stuff. Sony owns Spider-Man, and for the past two Spider-Man movies, um, uh, Sony has basically give, been giving uh, Marvel the MC or Marvel... Uh, Spider-Man and they like Sony put up all of the money for it Sony made the film and then they split the profits 50-50 and Marvel was the one that came up with like the creative stuff behind it like they put it in there so it was very much like a pro like Marvel was getting I feel like the better deal in this situation and Sony got none of the money for Avenger films and I I think that was their trade-off like Sony or Sony got nothing to do with Avengers. So whenever Spider-Man was in Avengers, that was 100% just Marvel making See, all the I money was, from that. I so, was confused by this because I thought for the longest time that Sony, like many others, had sold the rights. No, it was Spider-Man. on lease. They always they always owned Spider-Man. They always had the final say on Spider-Man. But um, so they finally this next round, they only had it planned for two movies. They did the two movies and the contract ended, and Sony and Marvel couldn't come to an agreement, so uh, Spider-Man is now leaving the MCU, 
It can't be included in any Avenger films. I didn't see the last Avenger film. Did he die in it? No, he's a very much alive. And All right, well. they fall, the far, far from home, far away from home or whatever is like in continuation. Hmm. Thing is, is this is another Spider-Man movie series that won't get a third one or mm-hmm. it will. I don't know. Um, but I think so- that should be the I think Spider-Man should always stop after two. Spider-Man. You no. Know, it, well, yeah, it's funny because Sam Raimi's Spider-Man got three movies, but the third one is universally panned. Mm. Well, here's the thing is they can do a third movie, but now it won't have any Disney feel at all. Yeah. Like it won't have any Disney corporate guys. And I think so, Tom Holland is still going to be in it. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like the third one could be fantastic. It, I hope it is. I hope because, it is. Because now, now, because the whole, the whole entire thing about the second one was that it's, you know, Spider-Man is really sad about Tony Stark. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I won't say why, but. Uh, no, I really list. hope that Sony makes an amazing, like the best Spider-Man film since Spider-Man 2. And Marvel is just like, oh, shit. And everyone starts to realize that there is not just one way to tell a superhero story. Superheroes are more multifaceted than making them into the Marvel universe. And if for those of you who are new to the show, I am very against Marvel and Disney and the monopoly that is coming up. Did you know that movies made, I think like close to about $5 billion this year so far. And uh, Mar or Disney has accounted to for half of that. I wouldn't doubt it. And I don't know at anything. I, I, I am very against Disney and Marvel and everything they're doing towards film. And I really, I am so excited for the day that Marvel crashes and burns. And when it does, I will dance on its grave. Wait, um, Marvel? Marvel or Disney? More so Disney, but Marvel is now part of it, you know? Well, I mean, um, hey, come on. I, I, I like Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics is fine. But unfortunately, that's owned by Disney as well now. So, um, uh, is it? I, yeah, I it is. yeah, it the is. The comics are owned by Disney? Owned by Disney. I, I'm... Eighty percent certain. Because um, I mean, like in my Marvel, well, the thing I will say this: I buy a lot more um, DC than Marvel. Yeah, because DC just here's the thing: DC, it seems like they've grown with their audience. Like it feels a little bit more adulty. Mm-hmm. So, well, Marvel still has. Though I will say the the latest run on Captain America is pretty good. To get nerdy on comics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll say that for another episode. But also, another thing in the news that I think is kind of big-ish is Annapurna. You know Annapurna? No. Okay, well, for those Are of you... Are you pronouncing in her name right? It's not a person. It's a production company. Oh. Annapurna is a production indie production company um, that is just put out... Uh, is putting out the new um, Where Are You, Bernadette? Uh, the new Richard Linklater ah, film. Yes. Um, it also distributed uh, the what's it called? Um, the uh, Us and uh, the Jordan Peele films, and it's had kind of a cool run of films for a little bit. Um, it did Booksmart, for instance. It um, and they tra- Annapurna really tried to be like a twenty four, where they they were just distribution and they switched over to production and distribution. And now they're 
they're like millions and millions and millions of dollars in debt. Um, oh, and they're kind really? of failing. Yeah. So whenever you go see, uh, where are you Bernadette or Bernadette, where are you? Whatever it's called. Um, that's kind of, uh, a plead for help. <laughs> I think they were kind of banking on that film doing really well, but it's not going to do well. And the CEO of, uh, Anna Perna, um, uh, that's not what I was looking for. Um, the CEO is, um, her dad is the founder of, oh, the, her name is Megan Ellison. Um, and her dad is the uh, founder of Oracle, which is another production company. And the dad is going to basically buy them out. He's going to, is going to like give her a lot of money. Um, and it's, so it's not even, it might not even end Annapurna because she has a billionaire dad. Oh, right. um, there you go. But um, so, yeah, that was kind of biggish news on IndieWire. Um, Nothing truly ends. Um, I did just uh, find some, something did just pop up on my IndieWire thing before we get on to our topic for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christina Hendricks just revealed that it's her hand on the American Beauty poster. I saw that. Who is that again? That is she plays. um one of the leads on Mad Men. Hmm. Forget her name. Joni. Joan. Joan is her name hmm. on the Mad Men. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shit. She's the yeah. one. She's married to someone. Yeah, no, she. I don't know who. I forget the guy's name, but the actor is really goofy looking. Uh-huh. And he's... Most remembered for being the really uh, huge stoner at the beginning of the uh, Star Star Trek? No, no. um, Troopers? Super Troopers. Oh. No, not Super Troopers. Is it Super Troopers? I I don't think so. I want to say Starlight Soup, like, Superman. You are really confusing me. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, uh, we'll just say Super Troopers. Um, he's the stoner at the beginning of Super Troopers. Yeah, it's okay. Super Troopers. Okay, but yeah, so she is. She was the model. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, and so uh, also, Matrix Four is the thing. What? Matrix Four. You heard about that? Oh. Yeah, that's that goes in line with basically everything's getting a sequel. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I think we should move on to our topic yes. today, um, which I'm not even going to say what it is. I'm just going to play this this song real quick. I'm excited. Yep. It is also something to do with uh, the news right now, um, which is James Bond. The new James Bond just got its new name. Um, do you know what it's called, Zach? I do, and I think it's pretty funny. At no time to die. Which... If um, anyone from Capitol Records is listening, um, the M, no time to die, the M in that's in that in in their logo is exactly the same exact M in the Motown Records logo. Mm-hmm. It, if you lay it, I I think I posted this on our Twitter or something. If you look at it on top of each other, there's just a small little sliver at the corner of the very bottom. So that's cut off but besides that is verbatim the same exact logo and i want there to be a lawsuit and i want uh, there but 
to be fair, I really don't have much of a vendetta against James Bond. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you think that was on purpose? I mean, possibly, that must be. possibly, I, I mean, guess. Was, yeah. I mean, it James is so Bond... similar. And OK, well, know. here's here's the thing. James Bond was always an MGM production, right? Well, Motown is a universal um, congl- like part of the universal conglomerate. Yeah, so, but I mean, Universal Pictures and Universal Music has nothing to do with each other. They're completely separate entities. Very good. So, um, it's not. Go ahead. I'm excited for this. I, I gotta admit, <laughs> I am excited as well. And I think it's one thing I want to point out uh, is I didn't know too much about James Bond. I mean, I knew about James Bond before this, but for this episode. I purposefully decided to have a James Bond marathon yesterday and watched, yes. I watched six films and I picked out, based on the IndieWire, put out a list of the top uh, James Bond movies and I picked out each movie from each of the actors that was ranked the highest. Wait, um, no, so wait, Casino Royale is on the Indie Skyfall? On the IndieWire list, Casino Royale was considered better. I mean, it's very subjective, so who cares? That I was just doing it ba- just to have some kind of just real quickly pick films. Um, but yes, Casino Royale, IndieWire said was better. And so the movies that I ended up watching are... Um, okay. Um, let me pull it up. Well, it was From Russia With Love. Uh-huh. Um, I had this up on my notes. Oh, here we go. Um, yes, from Russia with Love with Sean Connery. Um, on Her Majesty's Secret Service with uh shit. Uh Lopin's whatever his name is. <laughs> I didn't have their actor's name down. Hold up. Let me oh, let me make this a little bit let me make this, this a little bit more professional. Hold Look, on. I, All right, I here we go. Here we go. No, no, no. I have it right here. I have it right here. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Um, with George uh, Lesenby, which came out in 1969, Moonraker, which was Roger Moore uh, in 1979, License to Kill, which is Timothy Dalton, 1989, Tomorrow Never Dies, Pierce Bros- Brosman, uh, 1997, and last but not least, Casino Royale, Daniel Craig. Wait, hold on. This is very confusing. So Tomorrow Never Dies was ranked higher than Golden Goldfinger? No, Golden Eye? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, because I watched. Okay, I guess we're starting this off, but I watched Tomorrow Never Dies, and it was very silly and very like. It was silly. I think Pierce. I think well, Golden I mean, Eye. Actually, I like. I should have watched Golden Eye because Golden Eye was at least it was a better video game. Like the Golden Eye video game was like. Well, no, I thought Golden Eye overall was like a better film because one, it had the whole like. I used to be a double O agent, and now I'm evil. It's Sean Bean, for goodness sake. Oh, it's Sean Bean? Yeah, he's the bad guy. Also, and isn't also, there like, like a killer? Like, there's a bad guy who's like a woman? I mean, I, there's probably a I think there was a lover who turned into a bad guy mm. who, like, was working for Sean Bean. No, but, I uh, think I'm very... I remember this very vividly. There was... In GoldenEye, there was... It wasn't a lover... It wasn't one of the Bond girls. It was an actual like one of the bad guys was a was a woman, and I she was like a killer. Can't I don't remember that. 
Okay. I, let me, let me look I actually don't. Re- I don't know if there's ever. Has there ever been? A I'm woman? saying. I'm pretty sure this is the one. I know it no, definitely I mean, has happened. I'm um, pretty sure Sean Bean is the villain. He is the villain. All right. Let me yeah, pull this he, up. Um, this is saying Alec Trevelyan is the villain in this. Who? I think you're heck? thinking of a different movie. No. No, I think you're thinking of a different movie. Alec, oh, no, that's the Sam. That's the guy's name. Oh yeah, you're right. That is John Bean. <laughs> Sean Bean plays Alec. Yes, Trabillion. Yes, you're right. You're right. Also, Alan Cumming is in this as Boris Gishenko, and he has a very funny line. Yeah, I think Goldeneye might be better, honestly. I because... think it is actually. I think Goldeneye is my favorite um, James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. I'll really? say that right off the bat, yeah. Because I've seen plenty uh, over time. I mean, it's definitely not my favorite song. I think my favorite song would have to be Black Thunderbull. Thunderball. Oh, yeah. Thunderball is pretty I, iconic. I watched... I, oh, no, sorry. E- either that or... Um, uh, 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 not for your eyes only. It's the way you do... Okay. No. Well, anyways, I... Yeah, you go on. Well, what's so interesting about James Bond, for those of you who don't know, James Bond is a production company. Well, it started with uh, EON, Eon Productions. Um, and uh, it's been going on since 61. Um, and that that was the first James Bond, which was Dr. No. And D- Dr. No was actually not um, uh, the first... It's based on the Ian Fleming book, Uh James Bond 007 um and uh that was basically based on um this guy's true life experiences while he was a spy what? in World War 2 um, based on true events based on true events it didn't Ian really Ian Fleming is a, used to be a spy Yeah he was a spy in World War 2 a British spy I, That's crazy. um and then there was actually a TV show uh called Climax in the mid 50s that was the first real appearance of James Bond that I watched a little bit of. But basically, the TV show took a book, and every single episode, they like turned the book into a movie. And they took Casino Royale, and they turned it into um, uh, a little hour-long TV movie in the 50s. And oh. that was the actual first appearance of James Bond. And also, that was the first time and the only time that an, America, or an American played uh, Bond. Um and it was okay. I mean, it was. Wait, what and then, are you talking about? Like Peter Sellers? No, no, no. Casino Royale had actually been the name several times. Casino Royale was first in the TV show or in this TV show Climax, um, and then it was re. Uh, then it was made in the mid '60s with Peter Sellers, Orson Welles, and Orson Woody Welles Allen. Yeah, and Woody Allen as well. It's like a star-studded cast, but it's considered. Not good, and not even really part of the James Bond canon. And I, it, it's directed and written by the same guy who did all the uh, Pink Panthers. Yeah, so it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a. It's supposed to be making fun of James Bond, even though Pink Panther is also making fun of James Bond. Wait, what? What is the TV show with James Bond? It's called Climax. Climax. That Climax is so interesting. Casino Royale. I did not. I did not know. So the first James Bond that was produced by the Ian Productions was with Sean Connery in 1961, Dr. No. Um, and that James Bond, although 
I kind of considered him as like the George Washington of the James Bonds. Just you kind of respect him just because he created a lot of the precedence and like a lot of the style and a lot of the panache of James Bond. But that James Bond is oh so sexist, oh so toxic masculine. There was yeah. I the one that I watched was um from Russia with Love, uh, which was the second one. It was the one right after Doctor No. But I've also I've also seen Thunderball. I've seen Doctor No. Um, and they hit this woman so many times. They punched, they, they straight up punched her in the, actually that might've been the next one. The sixties was a different time, man. Like the sixties women were literally objects and I couldn't stop looking past that. Like I was just like, there's a scene where James Bond finds out that his friend is dead. And I mean, I guess it makes sense. But it's also he like goes into the room with he thinks that maybe she's like a spy. But as soon as he walks into the room, she he asks her a question and instantly slaps her. And also they're like apparently in love at this point, by the way, which is something that kind of makes me upset about a lot of James Bond things is he like a lot of these James Bond movies is like one of the big things is like he's actually in love this time. And then and then they fall in love and then they never, you know. It, it it doesn't you know something happens and it ends and then they die or and something. then or nothing or they or they fell in love at the end and they have sex and then letter literally never talked about it ever again. Well, um, that's what, uh, what that's what happened at the end of Skyfall as well. It happens in every single James Bond film. I feel like like the ones that I was watching, like this one, the To Russia with Love. I mean, it's a good film and it, it introduces. Well, it brings it brings back Spectra, which I never knew about i didn't know that spectra was like this evil force that james bond was always fighting specter no specter, i don't know yeah, isn't bad. wait a minute which so specter shows up in russia with love from yeah russia the bad guy is, is specter is part of specter dr okay, noah specter as well um oh really yeah that's interesting specter uh, was because, from the very beginning because the movie specter the, the movie so i watched the 2015 specter mm-hmm. um with christopher Christoph Waltz, um, who plays the uh, Bluefield, Bloomfield, mm-hmm. Blofeld, mm-hmm. the main guy, um, and in that movie, he is a not brothers with James Bond, but like semi brothers. Mm-hmm. That's why he hates him because I guess James Bond's father, in this version mm-hmm. at least, James Bond's father dies, and then Bloomfield's Blofeld's father mm-hmm. was told to look after James Bond, and I guess his father, Bloom, Blofeld's father, loved James Bond more. So, mm-hmm. so now Blofeld's really mad at James Bond. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that that Spectra did that. Um, did it wrap up Spectra at all? Um, it did. Uh, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Go spoilers. Ahead. Yes. Um. Which, by the way, I just want to say real quick, apparently we don't give enough time <laughs> uh, between spoilers and what we say. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, someone said that uh, our dear, uh, yeah, someone said our dear old mother oh. told me that, uh, yeah, uh, that uh, uh, we said uh, spoiler and then went right into it. Mm-hmm. Well, that happens. Anyways, uh, what's the spoiler? We've given like, enough time now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, 
the spoiler is is yeah, Christoph Waltz's character gets captured and put in jail. Also, yeah. my my whole thing, but was he like the king of of Spectre? Was he like the Yeah, he was the main guy, which honestly, I thought it was kind of so like in the movie he's like hailed as like this king, you know, very very precise, like you can't catch him. He does everything through like three different men. And then he just gets captured. Mhm. And also, it's that dumb thing where James Bond kills every other person, mm. no matter who they are. He does kill he a has, lot. Yeah, he kills anybody who like is in his way, but he doesn't kill Blofeld mm. for some reason. I don't understand that. It's like the the age old question of like, why doesn't Batman kill Joker? It would save so many lives. I mean, a it's lot a pride, of it's like a pride thing. In a way, a lot of uh, first off, real quickly about spoilers. I feel like if the movie has been out for like three years or more, I think I don't feel bad about spoiling things like we can still say spoilers. But like, I don't know. I don't think we should be like making too big of a deal about spoiling things that didn't recently come out. Anyways, <laughs> um, one of the things that kept on coming up throughout all of James Bond, all of James Bond is all the clichés of why it, why are the bad guys and this is why are the bad guys so bad at shooting at James Bond like they through everyone else they can kill whoever like the top agent but with James Bond when it comes to shooting him they always miss and it's the easiest shot you have a machine gun and somehow he's shooting and there are so many things like that that I'm just like this doesn't this is super in the next one, so like right after the the um um from Rushwood Love, I watched uh in Her Majesty's Service or whatever, and um he is literally caught in an avalanche. There's a giant avalanche that happens, and he is in it. He is caught in the avalanche and somehow survives unscathed, completely unscathed. And then after that point, I was just like, so James Bond is God. There is no way that he is not dead at this point is and what's, he good or is he just being replaced you know that you know, is that, a theory a, that is a theory but um there's the theory that james bond each james bond is like a code name that's given um and that's actually that was started because of this film because that this was the first time that sean connery wasn't playing james bond and in the first sequence uh, the character lepens lepenzi's character whatever his name is uh yeah george lezen lezenby um he gets into a fight he gets he gets into a fight and then he says uh this never happened to the last guy and then it cuts to the title sequence and so a lot of people were talking pointing to that being like that means that this is a this is this is a that means that this is that he replaced like james bond is like a name a code name but i looked this up last night and i realized that in Skyfall, they go to James Bond's birthplace and they see that his mom and dad have the last name Bond. Uh, so that kind of disproves that. <laughs> so it's uh, kind of, or nice. Daniel Craig's Bond was the first James Bond and then everyone has replaced him since then. Well, here's the thing. I think there's going to be, be the a case. twist. Which I could think be there's the case. be a twist. What? I'm saying that could be the case because a lot of, because Casino Royale they talked a lot about how um, James Bond, like this was, he was just promoted as 007 in that one. So it was like, he could have been like the first, one of the first 007s. Yeah, 
Honestly, I think they're I think they're going to surprise us with this next one. No time to die. I have a prediction that James Bond will die. Like legitimately, like his head's gonna blow up. Like he's gonna be dead. And then it's gonna show us like, oh wait, this has all been just a code name. Mm-hmm. And then it will maybe maybe we'll see a young Sean Connery. I don't think what, they what will. I really crazy. don't think they will. James Bond, I think people have all these theories about it and stuff. I think James Bond is a very flat character. And I think what has made him survive so long is keeping everything as simple as possible. Just right. this is James Bond. He falls in love with three gorgeous women or two to three gorgeous women. He and loves he saves the day. Martinis. He loves need- vodka martinis, shaken, not stern. I thought a martini... He had a gin martini, but it's a vodka martini. I was mistaken last night. I was drinking no. the wrong drink. Oh, you were? Oh, shoot. So yeah. you actually had a a shaken martini. But it was gin, not vodka. He drinks vodka but martinis. Then, yeah. But I also want to go back to um the the, the one film, the uh, uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which honestly might have been the best one that I watched last night. Zach, you know the scene from Hot Rod where there's a giant falling scene? Where he falls. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's a scene in On Her Majesty's Service that is very much like that. James Bond, the guy is, there's a giant sledding scene, much akin to Wes Anderson, Buda, Grand Budapest uh, Hotel. They're skiing down the mountain. This guy jumps. James Bond hits his, the back of his thing with his, his, whatever, his stick, his skiing stick. And the guy falls down a mountain that you're just like, wait, where did this mount? And the whole time you're just like, whoa, that's pretty, whoa, what? Whoa. And the mountain just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it's, so we timed it. It was 17 seconds. This guy's was what? falling. Uh, and, and they even cut to like above shot, seeing him fall. And you see his shadow like all the way out in the uh, distance and like coming wait. to, and you're just like, shit, how big was this mountain they were on? You're like, my God. Is it supposed to be funny? The, this one, On Her Majesty's st- Service, I don't think was supposed to be funny, but it came out in 69, and that was a time in which everyone was on LSD. Everyone was... It was just such a... It was honestly the horniest I've seen James Bond. Like, this one, there was a lot of scenes where... There was actually a scene where he's sitting in, like, a bunch of... like There's, like, 20 women who apparently have not seen men in, like, years... And they all are just like sucking on bananas, sucking on chopsticks oh. as he's literally talking about like the 1400s. He's just explaining history or something. He's like, in the 1400s, the Mongolians came and he's just saying something completely stupid. And the girls are just like so turned on. And I think that was my favorite one, though, because also the ending is a yes. twist. The ending is a major twist um, that I think is has only been repeated in Casino Royale. Um, okay. okay, spoilers. Oh, can I say it to you? Say Is that it, okay? Say it. Um, I don't think I'm, yeah. So he, he, he gets married. married. He gets married in this one. And they actually, this is actually one of the few times that people harken back to earlier James Bond episodes or uh, James Bond movies. Because sometimes they bring up the fact that James Bond was married once, but not any, but not since then. And he got, he gets married in this one. And then it ends with her getting shot. And it ends like and then it, that's how it ends is James Bond is like the cops pull up next to him and he just says, it's OK. It's OK. She's only sleeping. She's just sleeping. And then it cuts to credits. And then I guess there's the next one. Um, 
How dumb can you? Well, the be? next one is Roger Moore because this this actor got too big of a uh, too big of a head and uh, decided that he could just do whatever movie he wanted and left James okay. Bond. And now we don't. We've never heard of him. And now we don't know who he is. This. So, um, but no, and that actually I think is what is what uh, makes people realize that the whole like code name thing is just a farce. Yeah. Because um, uh, uh, what's his name? The Roger Moore. Yeah, Roger Moore. He plays. He goes to the grave. Yeah. Of her. And but he kills. He actually weird. kills the person. The next movie, I think, he kills whoever Bloomfield. did it. Yeah, it yeah. was Bloomfield. He and it's so cheesy. It's so. It's he has a helicopter, um, and then he picks up Bloomfield, and then he says something like, like he drops him in a vat, mm-hmm. and he goes like, "Have a nice fall" or something yeah. like that. Roger Moore is by far the cheesiest of the Bonds, and he was the Bond during most of the 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 late seventies and eighties. Um, and the next one that I watched was Moonraker, um, which was the Roger Moore one, and that was made specifically. And I learned this more and more: is James Bond. A lot of the James Bond films were made as a reaction to whatever was happening at that time. So in nineteen seventy seven, Star Wars came out. So in nineteen seventy nine. They pushed this into production to make a space-themed episode or a space-themed movie, um, and this movie is bonkers. Not as good as in Her Majesty's Service because it's not as dynamic, but this one's just completely weird. And they're only in space in the last thirty minutes. That was the most upsetting part. But right. there's a literally a laser fight at the end. Um, Jaws falls and, in love. Um, is right. He bl- gets blown up. I actually don't think at the uh, at the very end they said they found a tall. A tall man and a short blonde woman. What? So I think they're still alive. I was I was always under the assumption that John's. um, I think they're still alive because they said they found these people that exactly were depicted as they never show them, and then they just cut to Roger Moore having sex with someone in space. Um, Oh yeah. And yeah, Roger Moore is like the most ridiculous one, and I think a lot of the tropes of James Bond. That's when James Bond started getting ridiculous. Um, well, I mean, was he ridiculous? I mean, I remember. Okay, so Sean Connery was the super sexist one. Yes. And also racist because he play he did. uh, Blackface? uh, Not blackface, but uh, Asian face. Oh, really? Yeah, dressed up as a like a Chinese man. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think they're all I think just the everyone in the 60s were fairly. I mean, the whole character is sexist to begin with, but... That's why I think it would be funny if at the end of this new movie, it like, Daniel Craig is dead, and then they're like, okay, we got a new replacement, and it's a super CGI, you know, young Sean Connery, and he's like, <laughs> he says one super sexist thing, or slaps somebody, like, a woman's, uh, like, butt, and they're like, okay, get him out of here, he's done. <laughs> get him out of here, he's done. Yeah, he's it's canceled. Like, Come on. Hey, come on! I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's that's a great chunk. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the next one was Licensed to Guilt with Timothy Dalton, who was only on in for two movies. Um, but uh, Licensed to Kill was considered his best one, and it actually has a young uh, Ben Del Toro, Ben Benirito Del Toro. Uh, what's his name? Oh, um, uh, I know who you're talking about. The guy from Traffic. Yeah. Also, the guy from Star Wars. Um. Stop. Um. Yeah, now, he's in it, and this is um this one is a slightly more serious one. Um 
and it, it is like I said before, you see James Bond is a reaction to everything. Um, and this is very much a reaction to Scarface. Uh, like the, the whole thing is he's trying to stop Colombian drug smugglers. Um, Good for him. And good for him. Yeah. You know, and it's. Uh- it, is he good? Is Timothy Dalton a good actor? Because I've just recently saw the TV show Doom Patrol, and he's pretty good in that. Like, good actor. I mean, James Bond doesn't require good acting. Like, he was he was fine. Like, he was good. Like, he was he was definitely less sexist than earlier ones, although women were throwing themselves at him. I would compare him, honestly, to Pierce Brosnan's James Bond, but minus the cockiness. Because Pierce Brosnan's James Bond was very cocky and, like, made a lot of puns and was... But he he wasn't, like... He wasn't, you know, like, basically assuming all... And also, like, a lot of the early James Bond, he would always walk into a room and there would always just be a naked girl on his bed who he literally had never met before. Um... But yeah, I mean, he was fine, and the the movie was pretty good. Um, it was definitely a more serious version than than Roger Moore. I got kind of lost between all the women. Like there was like, there was like this weird love triangle going on. Like there was like two women loved him who were both drop dead gorgeous, and I was like, wait, what happened to the other one? And then he would go to the other. Like he would he would be going like back and forth and. Also, a lot of the James Bonds, there's, like, the one that's, like, the action James Bond, like, uh, like the one action Bond girl who's, like, fighting and stuff. And then there's the one that's, like, more of the, like, the really rich, elegant one that's just kind of, like, protect me, James Bond. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Now, I would say, um, so, my favorite, my favorite movie is uh, Goldeneye with Pierce Bronson. I was gr- Whoa. I grew up with Pierce Bronson. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, my first Doctor Who was David mm-hmm. Tennant. So that's my favorite. My first president was uh, Bill Clinton. So that's my favorite president. Really? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, so and then my favorite song. I love Nobody Does It Better from The Spy Who Loved Me. Mm. Like the spy who loved me. Nobody does it. Okay. Um. Anyways, <laughs> let's, let me let me let's just cleanse everyone. Nobody does it better. So this is what that song sounds like. No. Okay. Let me. Can I sing my thing first and then go into the song? Okay. The spy who loved me. Nobody does it. I'm turning you down. <laughs> I'm turning you down, Zach. You understand that doesn't sound great on the radio. I'm just playing this song right now. Alright. Okay, well anyways, that was Zach's favorite. My favorite... I mean, come on. You can't go... Without live and let die. Oh, I thought you were gonna say go. Live and let die is iconic. Yeah, it's iconic, but it, I don't think it's the best. I mean, go. Yeah, we're, we're here. Here comes the drop. So live and let die. Live and let die. Live and let 
Also, um, I just got a text from the powers that be. It's it's Brosnan. You keep on saying uh uh bra bra bras. The Brosnan. S is first. It's Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. It's not Bronson. Yeah. So, uh, just for the fans at home, we have uh, acquired our own Q or Penny uh, Penny Baker. What? Who's uh, who's the lady that they like? The secretary Penny M. Money bags. Money no. Penny. Which is funny because she starts off as being like this kind of sad love interest with James Bond. Who, right. um, like she's like a, like a, you know, but she's like old. The thing is, is like she's older at first. She's like too old for Bond. She's like in her 40s, but still loves James Bond. And yeah. whenever he gets married, he looks back at M and he basically, he like throws her his hat and basically says something charming and drives off. And Money Penny is crying. And Money Penny is crying. And then someone comes up to Money Penny and he was just like, James Bond never respects government property. And he's like, you just called my money penny government property. It's like that's horrible. They're horrible to women in like the especially the it's, early James Bond, like the sixties James Bonds. They're absolute shit. And uh and that's why that's why I like Daniel Craig's character. Cause as soon as Casino Royale started, I instantly was like, Okay, Pierce Brosman's James Bond. <laughs> Honestly, was kind of going back to Roger Dalton or uh, Roger Moore. Well, his he was, was it was just a little bit goofy. He's just like oh, and you know what? Uh, that was something I couldn't like. I thought was so crazy. He would just jump into a jet, fly it, you know, say some line saying like "This is your ride," and yeah. then uh, shoot the guy into space, and then he would say something like "I got a boner," and yeah. then fly off. Yeah. That was all of James Bond. Brosnan's. He would, always, he would always say for fans at home, he would always end his like scene by saying, I have a bona. <laughs> Anyways, Boy. Daniel Craig did not do that. Daniel Craig's no. James Bond in Casino Royale was a flawed individual and they depicted him as a flawed individual. They mentioned how um how egotistical he was. And the bond there was only one Bond girl in that. There was only one, and he and she called him out from the very beginning. She was just like, "Hey, like you are egotistical. You are like you. I know you. I know your history with women. You're a schmuck. You're you know like basically hated his guts from the very beginning. And, and it showed him out. as like kind of an ego. And it saw his ego destroy like destroying his game. And it it showed him, um, as as uh like as as I've been saying as like a, as a very flawed person and then and then she falls in love with him um which I thought was kind of stupid at first cuz I was just like oh okay like he falls in love with him but then you found out why at the end and also spoilers, spoilers. But it's, it's been 12 years anyways also it's been-, it's been done two times now and it's a book she backstabs him at the very end um she she takes the money and takes the money that he won and uh, uh, gives it to the bad guys. Because then you find what? out you find out that she was doing it the whole time because her actual boyfriend um, was being held for ransom and she was trying to free her actual boyfriend. And she oh dies goodness. at the end. And then James Bond is basically, it's like a lesson that James Bond learns. Because M is just like, did you learn your lesson not to trust anybody? And he was just like, lesson learned. And then that's like the end of the movie. 
Uh, I thought the end of the movie is he kills Doctor uh, Mister White, who was the one who killed his girlfriend or something. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I also I have a hard time the, focusing the, on these films because a lot of them they just they just go all over the place, and I don't know. I, I like I don't know which what's happening with which Bond girl and what what's happening with which villain, and there's just too many I, things going on. I get confused a lot during a James Bond movie, like Skyfall the other day. You know, we there. There's a point when we meet the Bond girl, or mm-hmm. like you know the the love interest. Yes, and I was confused on what, who she was or who the other. That's another thing about these new movies is you have to watch the other movies to get this one. Mm. So the Daniel Craig ones, you have to have seen all of them mm-hmm. to get it. Like apparently there was a guy named like Pale Face who what oh who was Mister White. Mm-hmm. Wait, who's Mister White? Mr. White, uh, I don't know exactly, like I said, I don't know exactly who he was, but he just he was the one that got shot at the very end of Casino Royale. Um, I think he was like one of the higher up bad guys. Now, did we actually see him? Get, because they, I think they called this guy in this movie, like everybody thought he was dead, but then James Bond like made it realize he's alive. What happened? He just got shot and James Bond, James Bond shot him. He gets shot. James Bond walks up in front of him and then it cuts to credits. Oh, oh, so may, oh, I think he was alive then. Yeah, this I think. Yeah, we find out, Inspector, that Mister White has been alive all along. Oh, okay. And then he, and then he think, and then he kills himself. Oh shit! Or no, wait. Um, no. yeah, I'm but we're confused. running, we're running out of time here. Uh, one thing I do, I did want to point out is one oh, of the, yeah, Mister White is alive. One of the things I thought was fairly interesting about watching all of them all back to back was seeing what people thought of as not only just like what it, what they thought of as like the cool British dude was at the time, but also what people were afraid of internationally at that time. Uh, like the first one was fear of Russians um, and kind of people meddling like the Nazis and the communists meddling with things. Then it started getting a little bit more abstract as the Cold War started to become, you know, not as not as tough, not as intense. People were getting scared of like weird people going to space trying to make the a utopian race or people trying to brainwash people to go spread poison or something. And then it turned into like being afraid of drug smuggling in the 80s with the Colombians. And then the, and then also the 90s one, Tomorrow Never Dies or whatever. I thought it was very interesting that the bad guys were the journalists. Like it was about a guy who tried to make his own headings like it was about fake news actually um oh, yeah. and it I was about that it was that was kind of an interesting bad guy and yeah, then like a nerd and then the new ones are honestly the back at least casino royale the bad guy was kind of james bond himself like his ego um yes. and him struggling because really the whole pl- plot is this guy just lost a lot of money and he was like an arms dealer or whatever and james bond like was trying to like basically beat him at a game of poker and then he got pissed and then and that was kind of the whole premise. So what do you think to like this new James Bond what it will be a reaction to? Like I like, I don't know cuz open up with him like throwing some water on the Amazon and go like damn those cows. <laughs> I, I hope that's how it opens. Doing? I don't think James Bond the thing about James Bond is even now I don't think he's very they he do a loose care. interpretation of like what's kind of 
people are afraid of. But there's nothing really serious about James Bond. Like it's it's really the whole premise is it's supposed to be a guy, a good looking dude getting girls now a little bit more respectfully, but still getting girls and right. just doing it with cool gadgets and stuff. You now, know, here's what I here's what I want. The opening of this new movie, No Time to Die. OK, so James Bond has retired from being 007 in the last movie. He, he found the love of his life. Right. Mm-hmm. So it opens up with him uh, working at uh, Green piece mm-hmm. or green like one of those peace corps he's fat now he's like pretty chubby and um yeah it just opens up with that okay <laughs> it's just him just calling people right. saying like hey stop and then <laughs> i don't know his girlfriend falls down a flight of stairs and dies and then he's like okay well that <laughs> oh continue yeah no and then like and then he's like oh i gotta i gotta get in shape and then there's a workout montage <laughs> And he gets ripped. I'm like, I'm talking like super ripped. Mm-hmm. Like the rock ripped? It, yeah. Like it actually superimposes the rock's body onto his head. Okay. And then he puts on a shirt and then it, it, like his body gets smaller. Yes. Like as he put, and then he like goes out and does whatever. All right. Continue. <laughs> you have two minutes. Okay. Uh, Bloomfeld is also <laughs> really fat. Okay. But um, no, he's not fat. He's bald now, of course. And he keeps saying really inappropriate stuff in jail. Uh, he's like, where's my where's my pussy? Well, because, okay. you know, he has a cat. He likes cats. OK. Yeah, and everybody in jail. I'm going to really start like, playing hey. us off pretty soon. I'm just going to start playing uh, things and you just um, keep talking. And how James Bond dies is he also falls down a flat. no. You think he saved the day, right? And because life ends this way, he chokes on like some food, and not even like hard food. He's <laughs> he chokes on soup because someone made a funny joke, <laughs> and it went down the wrong. Wait, line. did you write this all? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, no, you're just making so this funny. up as you going. No. Okay. Yeah, I did. All right. <laughs> Well, <laughs> have they gotten to the bad guys whatsoever? No, yeah, I, like at some point, yeah, he fights the bad guys. That's not the important part. It the important part is the beginning and the end, which the end is him choking on some soup. All right, well, dying. you heard it first. Uh, that's this episode of James Bond. Uh, thanks for listening. Godspeed and good luck. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>